Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Got an email yesterday uh, from a viewer. Says, "Hey, Steve, love your channel. We recently purchased a new LG washing machine and found this notification on it." Uh, he says, uh, "So see attached." And uh, his name is Jaken, by the way, uh, because he says, "Just in case you're wondering, it's pronounced Jaken." And I think him giving me a pronouncer on his name implies that he wants me or says it's okay for me to use his name, but. Attached here is a photograph of an arbitration notice that he says was uh, attached to the washing machine he just bought. Arbitration notice. By using this product, you agree that all disputes between you and LG arising out of or relating in any way to this product, including but not limited to warranty disputes, shall be resolved exclusively through binding arbitration on an individual basis. The terms of the arbitration agreement, including details of the procedure for resolving disputes, is available at, and it gives a website, and it says also your owner's manual or warranty. So if you buy an LG washing machine, and I suspect this applies to other big things they sell also, that if you use the washing machine, you agree to be bound by the disputes, and you might notice, wait, Steve, use the machine or you buy the machine? Because it should actually say, by purchasing this product, I would think... But I think they wanted to broaden that. So, like, let's suppose a guest is in your house and they use the LG machine and they get hurt. Uh, I think they're wanting to say that that person also needs to arbitrate their claims, which is another story altogether. But you might ask yourself, well, is this a big deal or not? Well, the first thing you need to do is go to their website. And you go to LG.com and you find in there... The arbitration notice. And again, the one that's attached to the washing machine is actually quite short. It's three, four sentences long. But it's saying if you have a problem with them, you must go to arbitration. You cannot sue them. So if you go to their website or their owner's manuals, it says things like arbitration notice. This limited warranty contains an arbitration provision that requires you and LG to resolve disputes by binding arbitration instead of in court. Unless you choose to opt out. In arbitration, class actions and jury trials are not permitted. Please see the section titled Procedure for Resolving Disputes below. So in theory, if everyone is bound by this right here, LG can't get hit with a class action regarding these machines. That's their thinking. Of course, what happens if somebody opts out of this, which they can do, they opt out of this and they bring the class action. That'd be another story altogether. Says here, procedure for resolving disputes. All disputes between you and LG arising out of or relating in any way to this limited warranty or the product shall be resolved exclusively through binding arbitration and not in court of general jurisdiction. Binding arbitration means that you and LG are each waiving the right to a jury trial and to bring or participate in a class action. But notice it says arising out of or relating in any way. So, Personal injury claims, for instance, if you bought a product from them and it injured you because it was defective, according to this, you'd have to arbitrate unless you'd opted out. We'll get there in a second. So it talks about all the definitions in here. And then it does say that if you want to go after them, in the event you intend to commence an arbitration proceeding, you must first notify LG in writing at least 30 days in advance of initiating the arbitration. So if you want to arbitrate, the first thing you got to do is send them a notice saying, I want to arbitrate, but here's your 30-day notice. So you burn up 30 days waiting for them to respond to see if they want to resolve it or take you 
on with respect to arbitration. Now, agreement to binding arbitration in class action waiver says, upon failure to resolve the dispute during the 30-day period after sending the written notice, UNLG agreed to resolve any claims between us only by binding arbitration on an individual basis unless you opt out as provided below. We'll get there. Any dispute between UNLG shall not be combined or consolidated with a dispute involving any other person's or entity's product or claim. More specifically, without limitation of the foregoing, any dispute between UNLG shall not, under any circumstances, proceed as part of a class or representative action. Instead of arbitration, either party may bring an individual action in small claims court, but that small claims court action may not be brought on a class or representative basis. Now, here are the rules for arbitration. To begin arbitration of a claim, either you or LG must make a written demand for arbitration administered by the American Arbitration Association. And so the AAA, as they are also known in this industry, uh, have their own rules, they have their own arbitrators, and they are somebody that you can contract with and say, we might want to have arbitrations in the future. Can we tell people they've got to use you? And they say, yes. There's a cost for arbitration. And there's rules for arbitration. And so you want to see what the rules are, you can go to the American Arbitration Association's website and find their rules. But they've got different sets of rules for different categories of of claims. But the one thing you've got to know is that the arbitration uh, is binding, it's governed by the Federal Arbitration Act, and a judgment may be entered on the arbitrator's finding. But there are no appeals from it. It's, It's one and done, Okay. The important thing to remember, though, is that the AAA arbitration has a cost associated with it. That cost will be paid by LG. So you might say, well, Steve, that's good. That's good. It won't cost the consumer anything until you realize, well, sometimes some people like to be nice to the people who are paying them. That's just one consideration. Uh, The law of the state of your residence shall govern the limited warranty. So if you bought this thing in Michigan, uh, it'll be arbitrated under the laws of Michigan. Uh, If you bought it in uh, Louisiana, it'll be arbitrated under the laws of Louisiana. It does say you do not need to pay any fee to begin an arbitration. Uh, Upon receipt of your written demand for arbitration, LG will promptly pay all arbitration fees unless you seek more than $25,000 in damages, in which case it will be governed by the AAA rules. And I believe that says the person bringing the arbitration must pay those fees, and they are exorbitant. So most consumers wouldn't be happy with that. If your claim is for $25,000 or less, you may choose to have the arbitration conducted solely on the basis of documents submitted to the arbitrator or through a telephonic hearing or by an in-person hearing as established by the AAA rules. If your claim exceeds $25,000, the right to a hearing will be determined by the AAA rules uh, and so on. Now, here's the interesting part. You can opt out of all of this, but you've got to do it shortly after you buy the product. So it says, you may opt out of this dispute resolution procedure. If you opt out, neither you nor LG can require the other to participate in an arbitration proceeding. To opt out, you must send notice to LG no later than 30 calendar days from the date of the first consumer purchaser's purchase of the product by either sending an email to optout at lge.com with the subject line arbitration opt-out or by calling an 800 number. You must include in the opt-out email or provide by telephone your name and address, the date on which you purchased the product, the product model name or model number, and the serial number, which can be found on the product or online. 
And then it has a, uh, a website you can go to called Find My Model Number. You may only opt out of the dispute resolution procedure in the manner described above. That is by email or telephone. No other forms of notice will be effective to opt out of this dispute resolution procedure, which is amazing because they will not accept a written letter, which is what most people would think would be the best evidence. Opting out of this dispute resolution procedure will not affect the coverage of the limited warranty in any way, and you'll continue to enjoy the full benefits of the limited warranty. If you keep the product and do not opt out, then you accept all terms and conditions of the arbitration provision described above. So what this basically means is that you have 30 days from the date you purchased this machine to opt out. If you don't, you're in. Okay? So when do most people read the warranty terms of their product? Well, they read them when they first have a problem. Most people, when they're shopping at your Home Depot or your Lowe's or what have you, most people will say, oh, does this thing come with a warranty? Yes. Oh, what kind of warranty? One year, 90 days, two years, whatever it might be. And most people simply ask for the time limitations of the warranty and go, oh, okay. And they think about that. The salesperson is not going to go, oh, it's one year, but you're bound by arbitration unless you opt out in 30 days. I, I, I can't imagine a salesperson saying that. I can barely imagine a salesperson knowing that. So what happens is you buy the thing, uh, you're using it for a little while, it breaks down on you. You go pull the warranty booklet, and it says that you've got this warranty in place. So you call to get service, and you call and call and call, and let's assume for a moment that your thing does not get fixed. You start getting near your wit's end, and as you're digging through there, you go, oh, there's an arbitration notice here. And if I wanted to opt out, I had to do that a few months ago. Very few people will notice this opt-out provision until it's way too late to do anything about it. So what you actually need to do, and this is the upshot of the entire video, is that if you buy a large appliance or a large thing, big screen TV, washing machine, microwave oven, whatever it might be, something that actually costs you a substantial sum of money, if you bought it and it came with a warranty, dig through the warranty booklet and look to see if it's got a binding arbitration provision. And if it does, look to see if you can opt out of it and look to see a time frame on opting out. And if you could, sitting down and writing an email won't take you much time. It's just that most people aren't going to notice that that's there until long after it's expired. And that is a problem. So number one, most people won't notice this until it's too late. So you might say, Steve, I'm curious about one thing. What have you got against arbitration? Are, are, are you against it because you're an attorney and this is cutting you out of the picture? No, believe it or not, the American Arbitration Association rules allow you to bring an attorney. And if there's a way to claim attorney fees under the law, the arbitrator can award them, meaning that you can go through the arbitration with an attorney. And if you win, your attorney gets paid by LG. So there you go. Boom. That's not my objection. My objection is that the average arbitration is not as good as going to court. And that's why manufacturers push people towards arbitration. And one of the things I alluded to earlier is that arbitrators theoretically are neutral. Okay? So you grab somebody random and go, here, you sit as judge and jury on this matter and resolve this dispute. You're the arbitrator. And by the way, your ruling is final. People cannot appeal your ruling. Okay? That sounds like a great way to do it. Why not do that? Well, let's suppose instead that you're going up against a big corporate behemoth who has a lot of claims that are all being handled this way. And oh, by the way, all the claims are being handled by this one group. 
that gets paid to handle the claims. And they're being paid by the manufacturer. Now, if you had to guess, if, if the arbitrator were to be biased one way or the other, I'm not saying they all are, but let's, let's ask that question. If they were to be biased, which way would they be biased? Are they aware of who's paying their bills? Of course they are. That's my number one concern. When, when a large corporate entity hires an arbitration organization and says, we're going to be arbitrating a bunch of claims with you guys, you can bet that the arbitration group wants to keep that client happy because there are other arbitration groups out there. There's actually a whole bunch of them out there. And so if this arbitration group starts handing down big awards, guess what happens? They can lose this client. And there's no question about that. The other thing I can tell you is that I have seen personally in cases of mine where my clients were forced to arbitrate, but also I've heard other stories anecdotally from other attorneys who I trust where arbitrators have done things that were not just a question of judgment wrong, but actually wrong, wrong. So the parties agreed that the arbitrator will either find, like I've been in a situation before where an arbitrator was told by both parties, if the plaintiff wins, he gets this. If he loses, he gets zero. It's a binary proposition. And there was a, there was a case that I was involved in where that was the only choice. And, and both parties agreed to that. We even went to a settlement conference where everyone told the judge that. And the judge said, well, you know, we could have a trial. We'll let a jury pick which of those two it is. But, you know, juries don't have to follow that if they don't want to. But an arbitrator should. An arbitrator absolutely should. And now I know what you're going to think. You're going to think, Steve, let me guess. The arbitrator split the difference. No, he didn't. That would be the third possibility. So he could go over here. He could go over here. He could cut it in half. He did something else entirely different that no one anticipated. And I called up my opponent and said, did you see this? And he goes, yeah, what? <laughs> he swore. He goes, what the heck is this? <laughs> I said, I don't know. And we actually thought the arbitrator may have mistaken our case with another case. And we conference called him and said, we told you that you had two choices, this and this. And you agreed to that when we hired you. In other words, this was not an arbitration through an organization. This is when we hired an independent arbitrator. We told him, your only job is to choose between this or this. And you did this. And he goes, I'm an arbitrator. I can do that. So an arbitrator actually told us he was allowed to break the rules that we set for him. By the way, neither of us was happy with the result. And I know some people say, but Steve, I've heard that if neither side is happy with the result, not always, not always. Does not mean that it's a fair, fair settlement. Uh, and I'll tell you that I actually filed a motion with the court to have that arbitration set aside. And I said, as the court will remember, we agreed that the arbitrator would simply decide between these two propositions, which one is it? And the judge looked at it and he goes, well, is there any evidence that he was being corrupt or that he'd been bribed? Or Because there are some reasons that you can obviously get an arbitrator set aside if you find out he took a bribe from the other side, for instance. And, and we both said no, but we hired him to do a job and he didn't do it. And the judge goes, you know, I'm going to have to let that stand. 
So I got to go back to my client now and go, do we take this up on appeal? I think we'll win, but I'm not sure. And that's the weird part is that you enter into this zone where rules and laws don't necessarily apply. And now the same thing can happen with a jury. Don't get me wrong. You put a bunch of people in a jury room, close the door, tell them that their proceedings are secret and say, come up with an answer. Sometimes they come up with an answer nobody anticipated. But that's also something you expect with a jury and an arbitrator who's told you either pick A or B, tell us which one it is. And he comes back and goes, D. That wasn't even a choice. Well, that's it. And unfortunately, we'd already paid the guy. So that's what I don't like about arbitrations is that they can be wildly unpredictable. But they're also, like I said, being paid by the other side, which on the one hand means you don't have to pay it. But do they take that into account when they keep getting repeat business from one customer over and over again? Who pays them? So my advice to you is if you buy an LG product or any other big product these days, look at the warranty booklet, see if it has an arbitration provision, and see if it has an opt-out. And if it does, I would consider opting out of it. Because among other things, keep in mind that personal injuries, for instance, that's going to get arbitrated as well. So who knows? Who knows? But I think your chances are better with an attorney than with an arbitrator paid for and chosen by the people you bought it from. So there you go. Jake, and thanks for sending it. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. What, after all, is a halo? It's only one more thing to keep clean.